my oh my oh my oh my oh my what's up fellas and and girls welcome to our most special episode to date so in case you didn't read today's episode is episode 69 (laughs) 69 wow that's pretty sick 69 um you know, that's one of my favorite numbers. You know, it's it's right before seventy. It's right after sixty-eight. It just kind of fits in a in a really soft spot. That's mainly why I really like it. No other, no other reason, honestly. Um, but hey, welcome. Thank you for for coming. Uh, you know, I'm gonna throw this out right now, and uh, you know, it's kind of I feel bad, but. I'm going to try to rein it back. Um, So past, I don't know, probably five or six episodes have not been out on that time frame that I held myself so accountable to. And that's on a Monday. Uh, So like I said, I have not really kept, kept up my end of the deal very much. You know, this is going up on a Thursday evening. So... I will vow to try my best to get these things done sometime throughout the week. That way, at the very least, they can still go up on Monday. So like I said, I will vow, I will vow that. That is a vow like I'm getting married. Um, but thanks for being here. And I hope you listened to last week's episode. I really wish that... Um, you could have saw the video. The video was uh, nothing crazy, but just getting to see it is, you know, anytime you get to see my face is, you know, you know, good, good experience, I feel like. But I had a really good time recording last week, last episode. It was a lot of fun. Actually, I think, I think we're on a consistent schedule. I think last week's episode was, was uploaded on Thursday. So maybe we'll just shoot for Thursdays now. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what we'll do. I don't know. If somebody's listening to this, let me know if Thursday sounds good to you. Thursday sounds good for me. Thursday, it's a pretty chill day. Uh, you know, nothing crazy going on. And the reason why it's been hard on weekends now, um, and not that it's hard, but weekends, you know, I just love the weekend. So let me let me run you down through the week of uh, week of my life. So for one, after last week's episode was recorded, so before we even recorded it, the plans were, all right, guys, we're gonna go, we're gonna go get, uh, you know, we're gonna do the show, and then we'll go get, you know, something to eat, something to drink, and just chill, right? That was the plan. Well, we get done with the show, and we kind of sit around and bullshit for a little bit, and we head off to this spot we was going to go to. And by the time we get to this place, it's like 9.45-ish, I'd say. So it's open. Place is open. You know, we walk in. You know, they got bouncers at the at the door. You know, IDing us and shit, whatever. <clears throat> so we get ID and we ask we ask the bouncer. We're like, "Hey, is the kitchen still open?" And the guy's like, "Oh yeah, you guys are good. You guys are good." She's like, "All right, sick." So we go in. Myself, well, myself, Cage, and Tyreek. We go. We go in there. And we sit down on a table. And mind you, this place isn't dead. I mean, they've probably been busier before, but they're not dead by any means. Like, the bar is crowded. There's people having a good time. There's music playing. People are eating food. We sat at this table for no lie 40 minutes and didn't... I don't know why we stayed so long. You know, looking back, I'm like, why the hell did we even attempt to let them have a shot. But anyway, we sit there for, like I said, no lie, 40 minutes and no one comes up to offer us a drink, uh, or to not even to offer us a drink to take our order for a drink or take our order for food. So we're like, 
Uh, okay, so after 40 minutes, like I said, uh, it's like 10.30. So I get up. I'm like, I'm like, let's get out of here, man. Like, this is this is whack. Like, nobody's going to serve us. It's like, all right, let's go to uh, this other spot. B-dubs. We say we're going to go to B-dubs. So B-dubs, to our knowledge, B-dubs had been uh, was supposed to be open until midnight. So like it says 10.30, we're rolling up. Uh, we're like, okay, that's, that's fine. You know, if we gotta, if we're a little late, um, or, you know, like they still got an hour and a half, you know what I mean? So like, we weren't super, super pressed about it. Well, we show up and when we show up, they close in 20 minutes. So they've changed their hours from close at midnight to close at uh, close at 11. So at that point, we're like, it's not even worth it. Like, like they're not going to serve us. They're not going to give us. Oh, excuse me. They're not going to get us food. It's like, screw it. We're like, I guess we'll just go to like Taco Bell. So we pull up to Taco Bell there's people in the parking lot, people in the drive-thru. They're obviously open. Dining room is closed. So, yeah, I know we could have just, you know, got the drive-thru, chilled in somebody's car. But it kind of takes the, it, you know, it kind of takes something away from it. You know what I mean? So we didn't. So, so I'm like, okay, Denny's. Denny's is open 24 hours. Let's go to Denny's. So we pull up to Denny's. There's one car in the parking lot. And I don't really think much of it. I'm like, man, I think these Denny's workers fucking work, live here. So I'm like, let's go. Let's. Go. I guess we're eating Denny's. And sure the fuck enough, Denny's is closed. I'm like, bro. So right down the hill from Denny's is Sheets. And Sheets, they have like, a, like you can order food there. It's kind of just like a fast food spot. But it's in a gas station. So we're like, fuck, I guess I guess let's go try sheets. So we go to sheets and eventually after after trying for all this time to find a place that we can sit down at and that will feed us food or serve us food, we finally get to to sheets and they are you know they're cool with it. You know, they're not ecstatic, but but you know, they they're not gonna mind. So we go in there, we eat, we come back, and man, that was just a shitty, shitty time. And then on, uh, so that was on last Saturday, and then last Sunday, I had a family reunion. Uh, you know, it was cool. It was cool. Nothing special, you know. Just had some. It's like with the side of my family that I'm like, I'm only close with like a handful of the people. So, like, for the rest of the people, like, my mom is really, because my mom's family, so she's really close with these people. Myself, not so much. Like I said, there's a handful of them that I am somewhat close with, but the majority of them, I am not. So, I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, oh, bro, let's get out of here. And then, finally, I start enjoying myself, you know, play some cornhole. They always got a cornhole tournament. 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 I think tournament is the right way to say it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, me and my partner, we won a game. And that was it. We just won one game. It was pretty whack. Got beat by my mom and dad, actually. That's pretty sad, if I'm being honest. But then, uh, and then we come home. Yeah, whatever. Um, And then Monday through... Monday through Thursday of that week, everything was just normal. Went and uploaded the podcast on Thursday, Friday, just normal day. Saturday, went up to Columbus because Tyreek went back up to Columbus. He lives in Columbus, goes to school at Ohio State. So we go back up to Columbus, where we go up to Columbus, me and Brady Ladd, who's been on the show. We go up and it's supposed to be a pool party. Uh, but we didn't get in the pool. It was, it was a little chill. I mean, I'm not going to say chilly, but it just wasn't quite warm enough that I would 
I would feel justified if I got in the pool. You know what I mean? Like I'd get a, it's one of the, it was, it was the temperature where like you get out of the pool and you're like, Oh fuck. I got to get back in. It's too cold out here. You know what I mean? So we get up there. It's probably like one, two o'clock. I'd say something like that. I don't really even remember, but we get up there. We get set up, whatever we help. Well, that, that was like his first day back in his apartment. So we're helping him get stuff together and all his family's up there and they're like, Hey, you want to, you guys want to go out to lunch with us? And we're like, Oh yeah, sure. So we go to this spot called melt. Now I've heard of this place before, but I've never had it. This was the first time I ever had it. So it was either between this melt or this other place called slurping turtle, which was some sort of Asian restaurant. Uh, I'm not sure. I know, I know that they're like known for their ramen, so I don't know if that's – I think it's Japanese. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's Japanese. So we try to go to the – the Slurping Turtle was the place that everybody had agreed on. You know, me and Brady, we're, we're cool with whatever. We're like, dude, we're just here. You know, this is really like a lunch for you and your family. Like wherever you guys want to go, we're cool with. So – they decide that they want to go to the slurping turtles. We're like, okay, that's cool with us. So we go to pull up and I guess somebody does like a, you know, they like call or something. It's like, Hey, how long's a, a wait for a table? And they're like, Oh, it's about two hours. And we're like, Oh yeah, no, we're not waiting that long. So we decide to go to this melt and this melt, this place is so cool. I feel like, I feel like I'm kind of late to the party on this because I've heard a lot of other people talk about it. But like I said, this was my first time ever being there. So you come in and like they got portraits of different celebrities all over the wall, but not like portraits like like detailed or anything, but portraits like uh, like when you go to the fair and they got some dude that's that's like making you look fucking stupid when he draws you. Like it's like that, but of different celebrities. I I didn't even know who any of them were, honestly. I didn't look too hard, but and they also had like a bunch of cool decorations up. It was it was it was a really cool spot. Well, boy Tyreek keeps telling us he's like, yo, they got a chicken and waffle sandwich here, and it's so bomb. So we're like, and and you know, for one, this menu is like a fucking textbook. This menu, no lie, weighed ten pounds. Big ass menu probably every bit of five to 10 pages as well. So we're like, okay, um, screw it. I'm not going to sit here and look at this menu for two hours, which is the amount of time that it would properly take for you to go through and assess each option properly. So we're like, you know what? If, if this chicken and waffle sandwich is good, you know, we're in. So we get this chicken and waffle sandwich, man, and I'm telling you, for one, it was giant. So you get the option, you can get a half sandwich or you can get a full sandwich. Uh, the half was like 15 bucks, the full was like 20 or something like that. So I was like, dude, what's five bucks? Just give me the full thing. Well, this thing comes out, and no lie, it's probably like the size of a... I don't want to use like actual measurement terms because it's weird, but I'd say it's at least like six inches tall. You see, that just sounds weird. It's probably like six inches tall. Like it's a big sandwich. And it's on uh it's on like toast. Like not like white bread toast, but I think it's like probably like sourdough or or some other fancy bread. And the sandwich comes and it's bread, and then it's got a slice of a like hot pepper cheese, and then it's got a slice of a waffle, and then it's got chicken. And then it's got another piece of chicken, and then it's got another waffle, and then it's got another piece of cheese, and then the top piece of bread. And they give you, like, a cup of syrup to dip it in. You dip your sandwich in syrup. And then it came with fries, too, but that wasn't really a selling point for me. But it was good. It was so good. So good. Uh, I would if, if anybody's thinking about going to this restaurant, Melt, I, I strongly recommend it, for one. And for two... If you're confused on what you should eat there, I strongly suggest a chicken and waffle sandwich. When I first heard about it, I was imagining that like the waffles would be the bread, but it wasn't. So I feel like they're, you know, maybe overcompensating on the carb carbohydrates. 
but whatever. You know, you even look at that shit, you might as well forget about cutting carbs. But it was it was great. It was a great ass sandwich. I'd recommend it to everyone in the world. But then after that, uh, then we hit Sunday. I didn't do much on Sunday. Sunday was really just a chill day. And then here we are later in the week. So, so, uh, so my car payment had come out this week. And like, you know, that's a, that's a pretty nice hit. And my paycheck has yet to hit my bank account. So I'm kind of sitting here like, you know, kind of, for lack of a better word, impoverished. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not in any way, shape or form impoverished, but to my standards, <laughs> to my standards, whatever. Uh, so my paycheck still hasn't hit. So I haven't done this uh, in, a, in a while. It's been since I was like a senior in high school since I did this. And I think someone has said a story just like this before. But like you ever be so broke. But you, well, you know you're broke, right? You know that you're, you're, you're getting close to the end. But you're not quite sure if you got anything still in there or if you're just, or you, you know, maybe I got a couple bucks. Maybe maybe I'm completely out. Maybe I got 10 bucks. You know, sometimes you surprise yourself. But you go and you, uh, like, say, you, like, get yourself a pop and you throw a pop in on the counter at the gas station. You throw your card in the chip reader and cashier's like, uh... It declined. So this is also a, like a little piece of advice for anybody that you know ever has to ever ever has to experience this. So the correct answer isn't "oh shit, I'm out of money." The correct answer is "what?" Declined? No, that's not right. There's money in there. There is definitely money in there. Like here, let's try it again, and you just throw it back in there. You know, I'd say you're probably good to try it at least three times. Uh, I say you go over. I say you go over four. You're 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 really pushing it at that point. So I say four is the max times you can try and and keep that straight up. I usually, I would do it just to two. After two, I'd be like, man, what the hell is going on? Like, why is this not working? And I'd be like. I'll be back. I got to go call my bank. And then I would just sit in my car and, you know, cry and be like, fuck, man, I'm broke. Be like uh, Mackay Pfeiffer on uh, Paid in Full. I'm broke, baby. That's a that's a deep cut reference. Some people might not get it. Some people might. For those that do, you know what I mean? But yeah, you just gotta you just gotta throw that face on though. You you can't just sit there and and look at look at them and just be like, "Yep, I have no money." You know, you gotta you gotta have some pride. You gotta be like, "Man, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with my bank." You know, <laughs> like you just gotta be strong about it. You gotta be strong about it. So I think I talked about this last week or a couple weeks ago of how working at this new job of. I've had a little more time to, you know, just kind of like look into other stuff, I guess. Not that I'm not busy and not that I don't work hard or do anything at work, but but sometimes I'll just have a, I'll have an opportunity where I can, you know, look up something or look at something. So Reddit is one thing that here in the past few weeks, I've kind of started to take a look at very curious about, I've heard about it for a, for a while. You know, it's, it's not, it's not a new thing, but just here recently I have kind of, uh, started dipping my toes in it, if you will. So it's insane. The things that you will find on there. Absolutely insane. So I'm going to give you a little 
briefing of a story that I read on there. And I have to say this is this is um parental advisory warning um disturbing content ahead. Honestly, this is it's not disturbing in the fact of like scary disturbing, but disturbing in the way of like what the fuck did I just hear? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a little as much as as sense as sensrified as as PG as I can because just me reciting it makes me feel gross. So I guess this lady was cleaning her house or she was looking for something and she goes to look under the uh, under the the kitchen sink cabinet under the kitchen sink and she finds a jar under the sink. And she says she thinks it's uh, like cooking grease. You know, it's gelatinous um, white substance in this jar. Well, when she opens it up, she realizes that it's not cooking grease. It's another white gelatinous substance that is most popularly known as to be made from men. And that's as, that's as, if you aren't picking that up, then you don't need to even listen to any more of this. So she realizes that's what it is. Well, she waits till her husband gets home and her husband gets home and she's like, Hey, what the fuck is up with this? Like what is going on? Well, also, also after she finds it and realizes what it is, she throws it away like a normal person. That's what a normal person would do after they got done fucking throwing up and contemplating on whether or not they should even stick around for this conversation that's inevitable to happen she throws it away so her husband gets home that day or or some other you know it was either later that day or it was later in you know a couple days later or something i don't know i don't remember but she gets home and she asks she asks oh boy he's like she's like hey what is uh what is this about and he's like oh and you know from the way she said it, you know, it definitely made it seem like she was, he was, he was probably mortified, you know. So anyway, he's, so I guess he goes on to say that collecting this substance has always been a, uh, like a fantasy of his. He's always wanted to do that. I don't know what's wrong with him. If you're a woman and you're listening to this, do not, do not. Do not associate all men with this guy. Because I'll tell you what. We aren't all the same. I promise. This guy is just weird as hell. Well, like I said, that's what he, that's what he goes on and tells her. He said, I've always, I've always, you know, had a fantasy, always had a dream of doing this. Weird. So weird. Um, and she's like, what the, like, like a normal person, she cannot process that very easily. So she's like, oh, okay. I guess I'm pretty sure she goes and she stays with like her mom or something. And she's like, listen, I'm going to need some time to process what the fuck is going on here. And I guess he's understanding. Oh, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. I forgot the most important part of the story. So after she, and the, you know, at the end of this conversation she's having with her husband about what she found and, and all this and why he does it, he asks her, he's like, so where is it? Where'd you put it? And she's like, I threw it away. And I guess he gets all bent out of shape and he's upset that she threw away his jar of, of you know, man secretion. She gets upset. He gets upset. Well... I I don't remember this part. Uh, it's either she had just got back from grocery shopping, he had just got back from grocery shopping, or something. And he grabs a jar of pickles out of off the table or something, and he dumps the pickles out. And he says, "This is my jar." And she's like, "Where are you putting?" He's like, "I'm not telling you." <laughs> what? What? You get busted for doing something so shockingly disgusting and absurd. And for one, you're not really all that... It doesn't seem like you're all that really, uh, you know, regretful.
remorseful, I guess. So instead of being like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sorry. You know, I'll, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to change. He's like, I'm fucking busting out another jar. And this is my jar. Don't fucking play with it. So at this point in the story, I'm thinking like, okay, this dude just got a weird collection with collecting his, his secretion, whatever. Like, that's really weird, but okay. Well then continue on. I guess a couple days go by and he finally is ready to give up a secret of as to why he really has been doing this. So he goes on to tell his wife that the reason that he has been doing this is because he enjoys watching his wife. Um, again, this is just a gross way to say this, but he enjoys watching. He enjoys to see his wife consume this substance of his. So when he would cook, you know, he enjoyed seeing that so much that he, every time he would cook, he would put some in her food. So they'd be sitting down to eat dinner and he'd be watching her eat this food that he knows has got some of this baby fluid in it. Bro, I got to that point and I'm sitting, I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? That is not normal. It might be normal to enjoy seeing your girl do that thing. But when you start putting it in food, you deserve to go to fucking prison, bro. That is disgusting. And I kind of wish I had, you know, uh, a female's take on this. Not that I think that they would be okay with it, but just to kind of get a, a better insight than what I could give. You know, I could imagine as a woman, like I would, for, I mean, on the smallest scale of this, I would obviously never speak to this person again. I would probably report them for something. But then I started thinking, man, what if this is your homie? What if, what if your one of your roommates is doing this? I'd say if you catch one of your homies doing that, you can murder him. That's fair. That is fair. You get to court and they're like, so bro, just run me down what happened. And you give him that whole story. And he's like, yo, I feel bad for you. bro." He's like, nah, nah, let this fool go. He suffered enough. <laughs> like, dude. But it's, I think it's probably a lot worse on that scale than it is, you know, your, your, your husband's doing it to you. Not that it's better from anywhere, but you get what I'm trying to say. That is just, and man, and after I read that, I'm just like, yo, Reddit is so fucking weird. And I'm sure that's just the surface. I'm just, I'm not even scratching it. I'm probably just touching the surface and I'm getting that. There's probably some terrifying things on there. Extremely terrifying. I heard some news, some news stuff today. For one, polio is like not shit anymore, which I'm not sure when this happened because I remember back, you know, you know, not, not in any of my time, but like, who was it? What was it? Dwight Eisenhower or somebody like that? One of the presidents had polio. Dude was, he couldn't do nothing. And at least to my knowledge, that was like the, that was like the resounding result of polio. Like that happened to anyone that had polio was going to have the same fate as that fool. So I'm like, uh, okay. And I read an article today. It's like, does your child have polio? It's like, what's polio like? So I start reading it, and it's like mild flu-like symptoms. And first thing I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, bro, that's just the beginning. That's how they that's how they make you think you're all right. And then your fucking legs stop working. But no, it's like, I don't, I don't remember. But it did say that um, paralysis is very rare in polio. Because apparently since fools haven't been vaccinating their children, polio has somehow managed to sneak its way back into the world. 
which I don't get that. Is polio just a naturally occurring thing? Uh, it probably is. I don't know. But it's like, vaccinate your fucking kids, bro. About to be looking like Forrest Gump. No, Forrest Gump, he, he didn't have polio. Forrest Gump's a national icon, bro. <laughs> Straight up. But yeah, I see that and I'm like, man, what the fuck is polio? If it's very rare, like, give me a percentage. Like, out of... I feel like when you heard about people getting polio back in, like, the fucking 60s or 70s or 50s or 40s, whenever the fuck polio was devastating, before they had a vaccine, I don't feel like I ever heard a story about someone with polio that was just, just had a little cough. It was like, yeah, this dude had polio, and now he can't fucking move his legs, arms, or his face. Like, dude is just fucking knocked out. Now they're like, oh, guys, polio ain't shit. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Uh, I'm about 95% sure. Actually, like 90% sure I'm polio vaccinated. I don't want polio, but shit, I was COVID vaccinated. And I still caught that shit. Polio doesn't seem like one to play with, though. I don't think I've ever heard of somebody getting a COVID, getting COVID, and then they can't move their legs, right? So different, different levels. And then I also heard that uh, some scientists are trying to de-extinct a Tasmanian tiger, which apparently is some tiger that has gone extinct some time ago, and they're trying to fucking bring that fool back. I don't know if they got like some cloning shit or what, but. I mean, do what you must. You feel me? But then again, like, what what's so good about this Tasmanian tiger? Why don't we bring the dodos back first? Let me eat a dodo for Thanksgiving dinner. Let me see what all these people that fucking hunted them to death was talking about. Like, is it worth killing them all? Like, are they that good? What's up with this Tasmanian tiger? I've seen a picture of it, and it really just looks like a dog and a cat fucked. It doesn't look like a tiger. It doesn't look like a lion. Like I said, it really does look like a cat-dog hybrid that's much bigger and probably would murder you in less than five minutes. But let's, like I said, let's weigh the options. Like, there's plenty of other extinct animals out there. Why are we just going all in on this one? Maybe it's because, like, the... Like they have a close relative that's still around today. Maybe. I don't know. No clue. But, uh, yeah, dude. Like if I'm picking, let me pick something that's worth picking. Like, hey, let's bring back this extremely deadly animal back into the world. Like I'm not saying it had any any business to not or I'm not saying it it deserved to be hunted to extinction but like let's weigh our options here like I'm pretty sure the dodo bird was fucking harmless a mammoth that'd be cool we got all of Antarctica let them fuck around up there dude why not I think they're made for that throw them in a zoo or something I don't think there's really any point to, uh, I mean, I don't know nothing about the Tasmanian tiger. I guess he's been, he's been gone for, for a while. I guess, I guess motherfuckers just missing him. They're like, man, that Tasmanian tiger was sick. Let's bring that motherfucker back. Like, can we do that? Like, shit, we can try. And I guess they are. And on the same tone of that, I listened to a podcast today, uh, this past weekend with Theo Vaughn, one of my favorite podcasts, one of my favorite comedians, and he had this guy on there, and his name was Dr. Max Moore. And this Dr. Max Moore is the ambassador for this company called Am Amcor or something like that. Al Al Alcor Alcor, I think. So. Hold on, let me let me check this because I don't I don't want to get this wrong. Like I said, I think it's Alcor. Yeah, Alcor. So Alcor is, and this is something that I feel like everyone has heard about before, but at least me personally, I did not know it was on this serious of a level and like realistic of a level. 
So Alcor is a company that um, once you die, they cryonically freeze your brain or your body and brain. And they keep you in a fucking deep freeze until medicine is advanced enough that they can just pretty much rebuild you and make you healthy again. And I start thinking about that and I'm like, dude, that is insane. The fact that, you know, probably not in my lifetime, anyone who's listening to this lifetime, any, anyone who's listening to this is lifetime. Will we ever see these people that are getting uh, cryonically frozen be able to come out of their pods and get this sort of, um, you know, get what they need to be able to, to live again. Excuse me. I'm tired. Uh, so let me run you down like the, the process, I guess. So first off, you gotta, you gotta sign up for the stuff. You gotta pay your, pay your stuff. I think it costs anywhere from like 25 to $200,000 to do it, which is honestly not bad. I don't think, I mean, I don't have either of those amounts of money, but I don't know. That sounds kind of cool. Go to the future for 200 grand. I don't know. I think that's a fair price. But uh, you got to fill out all these contracts, pay the stuff. And, you know, they, they're not, I don't think they just, they don't, they don't just off you on the spot. You know, they wait until you're legally dead, which is apparently when you're dead, but you're not like gone. You know, like you could, you could come back probably like if somebody tried to resuscitate you, but it's like, you know, just had a look at you like, yeah, that motherfucker probably did. So then they like throw you in an ice bath and then pump you full of this stuff that like stops your body from moving, but still keeps you alive somehow. I'm not sure. Uh, and then you pretty much just go into a coma, you know, they, and I don't know because you can choose to get your brain, just your brain, or you can choose to just go with your whole body. If I, if I was to do it, I'd say, bro, just, just take my brain, just take my brain. Honestly, can I get a new one of those two? Um, nah, cause when they bring me back, so, okay. So they'll take your body or your brain they freeze you. And then whenever the time comes in the future that, um, you know, medicine is advanced enough to where they can fix you. You're good. But I think the way I interpreted this. So if there's anyone listening to this, that listened to that as well, and you understood it a different way, maybe I misinterpreted it, but the way that it sounds is that the hope is that one day, not only can you pretty much like test tube babies where you like just mix some shit together and a baby starts being made, like they want to be able to do that with like organs and body parts and stuff. So that's one. But then two, is they're going to be able to like modify genes so they're going to be able to go up in your DNA and be like, all right, this motherfucker going to be 6'2". He's going to be shredded. He's going to be handsome as fuck. Uh, what else? What else? What else? You know, he's going to have size 12 feet. You know, like they're going to be able to, to. And this is what they're hoping for. I don't know if this is something that's. I mean, to say that it's unrealistic kind of seems stupid just because who knows? You know, no one knows what kind of technological and scientific and biologic um, advancements we could make in the next thousand years even. You know what I mean? And as far as I know, you know, there's no time limit. You know, it's not like, all right, bro, if we don't got the shit figured out in 200 years, we're pulling the plug. Like, I'm pretty sure they're just like, bro... We're just going to keep these mugs locked up in this safe for this long. And then, which is like, as I'm watching it, I'm listening to the questions that are being asked to this guy. And they're all great questions. But after like every answer is presented, like I get more questions. I'm like, man, I wonder what happens. Like, like if you do this, like, do you still have a funeral? 
do people show up to this laboratory where they're keeping your brain and have your funeral there? Do they, uh, you know, they should have a memorial service. They don't got no funeral. I don't know. Uh, and that one's kind of a stupid question, but it is, it's a legitimate question. Another question I had is say you died when you were 80, say you were 95 years old and you died. Say you had a heart attack or something. Or say you say you had a stroke, whatever. Say you died some way. They come in there, they rush in there, you know, they, you know, get your body all ripe and ready to go. When you come back, what is what is your lifespan at that point? So the so the average lifespan for a human, I think, right now, well, I don't know what the average is. I think the max is like, I think I think they think is like a, like a hundred, like a hundred. Like if you're healthy your entire life, you live life like you're supposed to. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to supposed to fall somewhere in that hundred year mark. Well. What happens if you're almost 100 when this happens to you? Because then it kind of seems like you're creating immortality. Depending depending on what 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 happens. So if you if you go and get uh so like I said you're 95 years old, you do this and you come out and they say, "All right, uh all these parts in your body is going to last you another 100 years." So if I say, okay, that's fucking sick. A hundred years from then, when you quote unquote die again, what's stopping you from doing it again? And also, if they have the parts and the availability to do this, why is there even a, you know, can people die? If y'all can just grow a new heart in a laboratory, if you can just, you know, throw a throw a frozen arm in the oven for on 400 for 30 minutes and it pops out and it's ready to just pop back on, like, I don't understand that. I think another thing that they're counting on with that is they're counting on being able... So I said the genetic modification. They're, I think they're wanting to be able to modify genes so much, not so much that they recreate body parts and stuff. Well, actually, yes, they not so much create, not so much, uh, adjust them in terms to like make you prettier or stronger, taller. But I know for sure is that with some animals, like you look at a starfish, you look at, uh, like, I think there's certain kinds of kinds of crabs, you know, you chop their arm off, and, you know, within, you know, in time, shit grows back. So I think they want to somehow tweak something in your genetic code to be like, whenever something's not there, just grow that shit back. Which I gotta say, man, that's gotta be fucking gross to see. Unless it's just quick. Man, to see like a, like a five day in just a neck down rebuild that cannot look good i at least i at least i couldn't imagine it would look good maybe it does it's shit i don't know but yeah that's something to think about i've been thinking about it more just just because i've heard about it um but yeah think think about that think about would you if you could so a lot of people use their life insurance to pay for it so yeah, if you had the opportunity to, what you do, um, would you do it? Like I said, just think about it. Just think. We end uh, um, but the reason why you didn't have video last week is because this computer is simply just not fit to to handle that kind of stuff. Straight up, like there's, you know, I don't do anything crazy on this computer. I'm not playing video games. I'm not doing nothing like that. Uh, the most I do is is this. I try to edit video and surf the internet from time to time. I don't even do that very often. This is simply just like a like a work, um, 
a piece of a piece of work material. I don't know, whatever. But uh, so right now I'm in the market for a new computer. So you guys know anybody selling a nice computer on the low? Hit me up. Definitely hit me up. But as I was saying, football is back, which is awesome. Uh, so it's just preseason right now, but still, I mean, any fo- in my opinion, and any football is better than no football. So watching the Steelers, um, their first preseason game, I gotta say, man. They looked much better than I expected them to. Not going to come out here and say Pittsburgh's a Super Bowl contender. I'm not even going to say they're a playoff contender because I'm not sure if they are. They might be. They they surely might be. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make no rash, stupid uh, assumptions. But they looked good, man, and so did so many other teams. You know what team did not look good? The Browns and Deshaun Watson. They looked awful. Terrible, dude. I think Deshaun Watson went one for five for like three yards. I know he didn't play a lot, so he could have turned it around, but he didn't. So, so, <laughs> whatever. You get it. Uh, and a lot of other teams look really good. One team in particular that had their moments of looking good and also kind of didn't look the greatest was the Detroit Lions. So for those of you that, uh, I don't know how many of you have seen it, but every every offseason HBO puts together a show called Hard Knocks. And it's pretty much just a little documentary of a random NFL team from like the start of training camp until the start of the regular season. And you, you, I've been watching it and it's just so good, man. It lets you get a, you know, kind of a better insight into how, how that stuff even really works. Like you might think that you understand and you might understand just the, the basics of it. But to know how these coaches feel and how they coach and who these coaches are and who these players who are fighting for a spot on the main roster are or who these guys are that might have a might have a sure fire, uh, you know, spot on this on the on the main roster. You know, you get to learn more about them, and it kind of makes you a fan. Like right now, I'd say my second favorite team right now in the league is is Detroit. They look extremely, extremely fun to watch. And Dan Campbell, gotta say, he's an amazing coach. He's funny, and he really cares about every guy on that team. And Deuce Staley's the offensive coordinator. I think he's assistant head coach as well. Uh, and Aaron Glenn is the, the defensive coordinator. Coordinator, And those guys go back and forth. It's just so much fun. It's hilarious. And it's a blast to watch, man. So much fun to watch. Speaking of uh, new stuff coming out, something I haven't watched myself, but this weekend I'll definitely uh, make it a priority to watch. And that's this new Manti Teo um, this new Manti Teo documentary I heard about. So I'm pretty sure it's called The Girl Who Never Existed or something like that. So if you know about Manti Teo at all, you probably know about the the story about Manti Teo, how when he was in college, he had this girlfriend that he never met, and then she died one day and everybody felt bad, and then came out like a couple months later that uh, she was actually never real, full got catfished, and everybody felt bad for him. So there's documentary on it now. I haven't heard anything about it. I, I, all, all I've heard is that it's good. So next week, I will be sure to get with you guys and let you know how good it was. I'm not doubting the fact that it's good. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it might not be that good. Nah, it's definitely going to be good. And another thing that just recently dropped is 
Madden 23. The new Madden came out. I mean, if I'm being honest, this is the first Madden since Madden 15 that I have not pre-ordered. Not even bought. I mean, I don't think I pre-ordered a couple in there. But uh, not only did did I not pre-order it, I haven't bought it. But they do have uh, like a free trial. You can play like 10 hours of it. So I have done that. And that, and what I've played of it, it's actually pretty good, if I'm being completely honest. It is, I would say it's the best Madden that has come out for, I'm talking like five to ten years. No bullshit. Not an ounce on my breath. Completely honest. Um, you know, things just seem a little more polished. And I, and I mean, I'm playing my free trial on the uh, Xbox One. So the Xbox One doesn't have all the same features as the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X does. But even on the One, it's very noticeable that there are changes. And I mean, not crazy changes, but changes that are definitely there and you can definitely recognize. So I'd say if you're any Madden fan and you're whether, you know, you're on the fence about whether or not you want it, I'd say it's not the complete same game as the past five games. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's not leaps away from that. There's still a lot of stuff that's the same as the last game, but there is a a good amount of things that they have improved on and that they have changed. So like I said, if if you are thinking about getting it, I would say play that trial first. If you can get the, if you can get it and at least give yourself you know, a little taste of it before you go all in, you know, you know what I mean? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's all I got for this week. This was a fun episode. Again, sorry for all stuff. Hopefully in the next two to four weeks, we will have a new computer that's going to be able to handle video. And hopefully we'll be able to, uh, to do more stuff with it. Right from the podcast to just everything in general. So I want to thank you guys for being here for episode 69. How cool is it that we made it to 69 episodes? LOL. That's sick. Um, 69 episodes. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. I hope you have a great rest of your week and a great weekend. Uh, stay safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And, uh, yeah, love you. Peace.